Erevin, Perik Zayin, Mishnah Zayin, 7-7. The Mishnah continues to discuss halachas of one person setting up the shituf on behalf of the other members of the Mavui. And what's governing this Mishnah is the possible concern that someone wouldn't want to necessarily be included in the shituf. Now, in the previous Mishnah we learned there's the possibility of zechia, of conveying ownership to somebody else while they're not standing in front of you, and perhaps even without their knowledge. And that's governed by the principle of Zachan Adam Shalom Bafanov, that you can benefit a person even if he's not present and even if he doesn't know about it. But that true that principle of Zachia of benefiting somebody by acquiring some rights on their behalf or conveying some rights to them only is operative if the thing that's that the beneficiary is receiving is purely a benefit to him, if it incurs also some kind of potential liability, and there's some reason why he maybe wouldn't want to acquire those rights or possession of that object, so then the rule is that you cannot be mezaka shlobofanov, you can't, without his consent, convey ownership onto this fellow. So that means I can't go to a, a, you know, a nuclear waste facility and do you the favor, quote-unquote, of being mezaka you the ways to deal with that you can't you don't acquire just because I lift it up on your behalf or give it to someone else to acquire on your behalf that doesn't work when it comes to the participation in the sheet of, of the mavui so under normal circumstances there's only a benefit here because a person who doesn't participate in the mavui in the sheet of the mavui I should say so his movement is restricted in some level whereas if he participates then he can carry from his home into the mobile and vice versa. There's no downside. He just gets additional benefits of being able to transfer things. And therefore, there's no reason under normal circumstances why a person wouldn't want to be included in the shittuf. He doesn't lose anything. He just gains the possibility of transferring things. And therefore, the principle is that you could be mazaka even without him being there, convey some of this food to him even though he doesn't know about it or agree to it because um, he loses nothing. That was the case kind of with the previous Mishnah. But here we're considering the possibility a person might not want that. And the setup is that a person lives in a chatzer that opens up to two mavos. So his courtyard opens to two separate alleyways. And uh, the way the Barton learns it, this is predicated on the assumption that you only can be mishtatef with one or the other mavoi. And therefore, it's really not necessarily in a person's interest that he's tied into your mavoi. Maybe he wants to go into the other mavoi because he wants to carry things in that direction as opposed to in your direction. And if that's the case, so then you can't simply um, foist upon him membership in this shituf if it messes him up. Um, as a side point, this question of whether or not a person can, a resident of one chatzar that opens two mavos can be mishtatev with both, with both mavos um, is actually machlokas. And it seems actually from the Gemara Lachor, it seems, this is earlier Sugiyan in the Gemara, um, back in Dach Membav, that, that um, a person actually could be Mishatev in two Mavos. Um, but even if that's the case, um, there's still the possibility that the Magna Mishnah suggests that a person may not want to be Mishatev in both Mavos because when you create the Shitaf, that will then bring a lot of traffic, um, foot traffic from the you know, into your into your backyard potentially, and you may not want that. So it's not pasha that a person wants to have either 
a sheet up with this mavoi because that restricts him, or even if it doesn't restrict him, that he wants maybe he doesn't want both mavos because just he doesn't want the extra the extra traffic, whatever the case may be. And once you have the possibility of choosing between one mavoi and another, or even of both, so then um, it's not necessarily a benefit to you, and therefore people cannot incorporate you into the shituf without getting your consent first. Okay, so our mission is going to consider a situation where a person already gave his consent to participate in the shituf, um, but the shituf needs to be renewed on some level. Um, and if that's the case, so then um, the question is, does he need to be reinformed to reobtain consent to if you're going to fix up to quote-unquote re-kosherize the shita for not and the principle in the principle the answer is no you can assume that if he consented once he continues to consent um no reason to assume he would change things um, and that's true provided that what you're simply doing is adding more food to the existing shita or even if um the shita ran out of food altogether you're putting the same you're renewing the shituf with the same type of food that was there before. Um, in those scenarios, you do not need to get renewed consent. Um, however, if you're creating a new shituf with new food and a different type of food, then you would actually need to re-get consent for a, a second time. Okay, as far as the requisite amount of food in the shituf, that will be the topic of the next Mishnah. The Mishnah here assumes you already know that and just jumps into the case of what happens if you no longer have the requisite amount and may you renew it without consent. So the Mishnah says inside, ta'ochel. If the food that was collected in the shituf has now, the quantity has been reduced to the point that it needs to be added to. The case here of our Mishnah, by the way, is only if this has come to the attention of the people in charge prior to Shabbos coming in. So therefore we need to add food now before Shabbos comes in. If the shituf was stocked you know, sufficiently with enough food before Shabbos came in, so then there's a general principle of kevitcha um, hutra hutra, since people were allowed to carry in this mavui as Shabbos came in, so then that principle persists throughout the whole of Shabbos and nothing changes. So you can eat up the Eruv and everyone can continue to carry throughout the, eat, excuse me, eat the shituf, and everyone can carry throughout the mavui um, throughout the whole of Shabbos, even though the food is now gone, even though there's no longer the requisite amount of food there because it was consumed. That's not a problem. We're talking about before Shabbos. As an aside, um, as I lapsed in talking about Erev, the principles essentially here are the exact same um, for for Mavos and Chatzeros. Um, it's the same same principles are going to govern both, you know, exactly um, with the, yeah, period. Okay, in any case, so here we go. Nismata Ochel, if Erev Shabbos comes and the existing Shituf Mavos now doesn't have the requisite amount of food that it needs to be operational for this coming up Shabbos, and assuming that's the din. So then, Mosif Umazake, a person may add food to bring up to the threshold that we're supposed to have. Um, and Mazake, that's the Zachin Shal Bafanov, he can confer ownership of that food to the other members of the Mavui without their knowledge, without their consent, without their permission, because he can rely on on the fact that they consented and participated or agreed to participate and previously, and therefore no new need to re-get consent. And therefore the Mishnah says, V'ein sarach and no need to even tell them what you're doing. Just continue to do what you did, and everything will go on as normal. That's the first case of the Mishnah. The second case of the Mishnah is, now what happens if um, new people move into the Mavoy? So those people 
um, have never consented in the past. There's an existing shituf there, but they didn't participate in it, and their consent has never been granted to be tied into this particular mavui. So then if they join the neighborhood, the Mishnah says, nitosfu alehem, if the number of people in the mavui increases and more people move in, mosef mazake, so then the person who's taking charge of the shituf can add more food to take them into consideration and mazake and transfer ownership on their behalf. This zechia, this transfer ownership, would have to function the same way we saw in the previous Mishnah, meaning he's going to have to put more food in the barrel and get his, whatever it is, his neighbor or friend or even grown child, etc. It was on the previous Mishnah, um, to, to accept it on behalf of the new residents and they'll be incorporated into the shituf. But all that can only happen, assuming that there's uh, two mavos that their chatzar opens up into, they can only do that if um, consent is obtained from the new residents. And therefore, the mission says, you need to inform the new residents of your intentions and, in fact, um, get their consent that they want to be incorporated into your shetuf for your mavoi.